welcome to Grace and Peace Radio. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and it's my hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. Well, hello again, everybody, and uh, thanks so much for joining me. And of course, I have to start once again with an apology. I know it's been a couple of weeks since I posted an episode, and flat out, I'm just slammed. It's just been a really busy semester. Um, I've got a lot of research projects that I've got going on with uh, with the semester, and um, so it's just been hard to keep all that going. And, uh, you know, honestly, recording the podcast is pretty much the easy part. It's it's all the post-production stuff. It's uh, the editing and then uh, uploading it to the website and putting it out on social media. That's the part that takes, uh, you know, probably recording is kind of one part. And then the post-production part is probably twice as long. So anyway, uh, like literally I... I pretty much am down to the the minute, down to the hour in my time schedule uh, as I'm trying to balance working full-time in these four classes. So it's just a lot to, uh, to do. And if I have the choice between getting some reading done for class or studying and uh, putting the podcast out, I, I have to go with the um, doing the class stuff since I got a grade and all that. But anyway, uh, so I apologize for that, and I, I will try to get back on the wagon. But um, but it's been going well. Uh, thank thank the Lord, my grades are good, and um, you know it's been been busy, but I've been learning a lot. Uh, like I said, I'm taking uh, Job, study of Job, uh, study of the Gospel of Mark, and study of um, expository preaching, delivering an expository message. And systematic theology three, which deals with uh, covenant, deals with the uh, doctrine of the church, it deals with the end times. So it's uh, it's been interesting. It's been a chance to revisit a lot of uh, positions of things that I haven't studied uh, in a while. Uh, you know, the pre mill, post mill, ah mill side of things. And if you're curious, I'm on the ah millennial spectrum of uh, the whole thing. I just don't see that there's um, enough scriptural proof for the post-millennial uh, or pre-millennial positions. And so kind of by default, I'm amill. And um, But I also don't make a big deal about it. If somebody wants to be pre-mill or post-mill, that's fine too. So uh, that's kind of my eschatological side note. How about that? And if you're not familiar with those terms, it just means um, where... Where does the thousand-year reign of Christ fall, uh, as it as it's mentioned in Revelation? Uh, is it literal? Is it figurative? Is it um, you know where 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 does it fall? And so, me personally, I don't think it's literal. Um, so uh, that's that's what amil means, and uh, amillennial. So not a not a millennium. So anyway, so that that's been one thing. Um, reading these commentaries, as I am for these these other book study classes, it's it's interesting because you know there's a lot of good commentaries out there, and uh, of course there's a lot of bad ones. But that's you know as far as like liberal theology or what have you. But 
it's a good, usually a good commentary will kind of give you a spectrum of where, where people are on things and uh, different commentaries highlight different things, whether it's the word structure or um, more application to, to personal life, um, the history of something. So uh, going through these, these studies, particularly in the Gospel of Mark commentary that we're reading, you know, it's, it's very good. It's, it's, what I like about it is it's pastoral and it has a lot of application in it. So it's the academic side, but you also get the, this is how this is helpful to you side. And I, I think that's important. A lot of times commentaries, they'll, they'll posit these ideas and, and sometimes they're, they're interesting, sometimes not so much, but, um, a lot of times when they get into, well, the author has has this and has that and has woven this into the text and, they, you know, he also wo- wove this theme into the text. And if you compare this and this, you, you see all these elements and it, it gets um, it gets a bit convoluted because after a while you're like, you know, I'll be honest with you, I see what you're saying there, but I think really Mark was just telling the story of a woman getting healed or, you know, a man getting healed of, of, of having a demon. Um, I don't think it was all of these other tie-ins, uh, plausible though they may be. But again, it doesn't really matter. It's just kind of, you know, part of the academic process of the critical thinking, of not accepting everything you, you read, but thinking critically about it and go, you know, do I, do I see that in Scripture? And I, I, you know, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, so... Uh, and I hope you do the same thing too, you know, with the books that you read from, uh, from authors, whether it's academic or just popular reading that you're, you're thinking critically through it and you're going, well, just because this person got published, does this mean that it's legit? Uh, not, you know, or is this really plausible? So anyway, uh, so that's, that's a quick update on, on all of that, but, uh, things are going well and, uh, the Lord's been blessing with time management and um, memory of just trying to memorize things for for exams and and everything. So I'm I'm very thankful for that. And uh, so anyway, one thing that I've been thinking about that I wanted to share was, you know, I'm reading through the Bible in a year, and um, recently I read through Colossians, and one of the verses I read was in uh, Colossians uh, chapter four, verse two, and I'm reading out of the the NIV. Paul writes, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And particularly it's that that part of devote yourselves to prayer that I've been really trying to, to meditate on over the last uh, couple weeks since I or couple days, whatever, since I since I read that. Um, devote there is the word in the Greek, I, I I looked it up. I was curious to see what it really, you know, what, what it means. What's the full color of the word? And it means to to persist, to persevere in, to steadfastly continue in. And so I was just thinking about that. What does it mean to to persist, to persevere in in prayer? Um, why? Why does Paul say this? And, you know, of course, we can also look to 1 Thessalonians uh, 
where he says, uh, rejoice always and, and pray without ceasing. And so there's the same idea there. And, you know, I thought, well, it's almost a, an oxymoron, right? Prayer, to, to persevere in prayer. We think of persevere as persevering through trials, persevering through difficulties, through obstacles. Um, not, not prayer, not something that we often think of as, um, you know, light and joyful and it's communing, communing with the Lord and, and that sort of thing. So it seems a bit of an oxymoron, but the more I think about it, of course, it's really not. Um, and a couple of reasons for that is, you know, we're, we're constantly having to persevere against our own flesh. You know, if given the choice between taking, uh, even 15 minutes in prayer and doing 15 minutes of something else, uh, 99 times out of a hundred, we'll do the something else by nature. So we have to discipline ourselves to, to be prayerful, um, so there's that. Uh, so it, it's our own selves that can be our worst enemy. Uh, another thing, too, is, of course, the devil, right? Uh, we know Peter says that he, he prowls around uh, searching for whom he can devour. And uh, so he is, he is the accuser. Uh, that's, that's, what, that's what Satan means, the accuser. And so he's constantly accusing and attacking and trying to throw us off and doing whatever he can to to trip us up. And so we have to be vigilant and we have to persevere in prayer because otherwise, if we're not in fellowship with the Lord, if we're not praying, we're left to our, our own. And of course, you know, we're not, we don't have the strength to do anything. We don't have the strength to, to fight him. So... So that's another thing. Um, and of course, just thinking about how John colors things when he talks about the world, the flesh, uh, or less of the eyes, less of the flesh, less of the eyes, and the pride of life. Um, you know, of course, our, our enemies are the world, the flesh, and the devil. And we've covered two of those. So the other one is just being in this world. You know, it, it, it can wear you down. Uh, you know, you look at the news headlines, you think of uh, family dynamics, or you think of situations in at work or wherever the, it is, uh, and those things can, can wear you down. And so you need, we need to be persevering in prayer and strong against those things and to remind ourselves of the hope that we have in Christ and to remind ourselves that there is much more, infinitely more, eternally more to life and to eternal life than what we see day to day, way more than what we see on, on the news. And so prayer helps us to remember that. So when Paul says devote yourselves to prayer, He's talking about persisting and persevering and, and continuing steadfastly and probably with those in, things in mind. Um, and so, but then all, ultimately, 
We have to remember, too, that the Lord, that Jesus modeled what it was to persist, to persevere, to continue steadfastly in prayer. He was devoted to prayer. Um, I mean, we see that in the scriptures. And so if the Lord in his incarnation felt and knew that he needed to be in prayer, how much more do we need to be in prayer? And and does this verse really need to be in here to remind us to pray? Uh, so, so hopefully you and I can take this and take this idea and apply it to our lives. And, and I'd encourage you as well to open your, your Bible, go to uh, Colossians 4, 2, and, and underline that if you haven't already. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And, um, and again, even that's the second part of that verse. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, right? It's... Um, it's really a, a, a two-pronged thing. You're, you're being watchful uh, against attacks, against sin, against sin in your own heart, uh, sin in the world, and it's also being thankful. It's being uh, rejoicing, you know, and, and so it, it's, it's being both of those. It's, it's covering everything. And so may you and I be people who do that. I saw something on I saw something on Twitter the other day. Somebody tweeted, um, and they it was just a simple question. It was, have you prayed today? And I thought, uh, and I think, it, I think it even said, Christian, have you prayed today? So it was addressed to Christians. And I remember thinking, like, it was almost an absurd question because, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine not going to the Lord and praying praying. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm so dependent on the Lord. You know, I see my own sin. I see my own heart. I see my own powerlessness and by nature, my own prayerlessness that and I, I'm so dependent upon him. Um, thankfully, I can't imagine not praying. I mean, I I, I know I do it. I know I, I slack off, um, but but it's it's just something that should be so natural for the Christian to pray. And uh, so I hope that this encourages you in your prayer time, uh, that you will daily find a, at least a specific time to, to pour out your heart to the Lord for, for some, some time. Um, and then throughout the day, just to be in close fellowship with him and, May the Lord remind all of us of our great need uh, and our great dependence upon him. I'm so uh, beholden to the verse uh, where, where Jesus says that w- without, uh, without me, you can do nothing. And I just think, boy, that is so true. You know, the longer I'm a Christian, the longer uh, I've walked with the Lord, the more I see that. And so may all of us be reminded of that. And so uh, those are just uh, some thoughts that I've been thinking of. And if you have any thoughts on that, any helps to prayer, any any uh, quotes that you like, 
send them along to me. Email me at show at graceandpeaceradio.com. Have an idea for the show? Email me, show at graceandpeaceradio.com. And again, I appreciate you your listening, and I appreciate your prayers. And thank you so much. And if you have a prayer request, if you want to be a, um, you know, be be a prayer partner, you pray for me. I pray for you. Shoot me an email, same same email address, and uh, how, how can I pray for you? And uh, that's about it. So God bless you. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you, Lord willing, next week. Well, that's our show for today. I hope you'll join us next time as we spend time in God's Word, looking at how we can grow in our knowledge of Him, our love for Him, and our service to Him. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash graceandpeaceradio. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life.